PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. What is up, cool cats and cool kittens? It's me, Chris Crespo, chilling in the Crespediso studio. I'm here to give you your freebie, your every other week freebie, because you don't even want to pay a dollar a month to go to patreon.com slash so and check out what we got going on on a weekly basis. You can listen to full episodes. You can listen to brand new drops of deep dives of movies. We got Crespo Discos coming out once a month. We have spoiler bonus episodes on new movies. We're taking requests. We're doing so much over there and you can hear all that you want a taste of what you're missing well first off i did just see everything everywhere all at once it's a fantastic movie highly recommend it you want my review of that episode 483 it's behind the paywall baby um at patreon.com slash so in that movie james hong james hong i think i get that right He's a fantastic actor. He played Lo Pan in Big Trouble in Little China. We love talking about John Carpenter movies. Here is our bonus episode on Big Trouble in Little China from 2019. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy talking about this movie. Kurt Russell is awesome. And uh, many things about this movie are awesome. So here you go. Bonus episode. Freebie. Big Trouble in Little China. Patreon.com slash So Sign up today. You know, you can pay just a dollar, two dollars. That gets you access to everything. You can do three, four, even five dollars a month and actually support us and support the show. That'd be great. Uh, if you need some more um, enticement, well, then here you go. Enjoy this bonus app. See you in a couple weeks. What is up, patrons, guys? How you doing? Bonus episode time. Talking about John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. Drew Cogmer. Can you think of another filmmaker who so consistently put his name above title? Tyler Perry, maybe? Uh, Tyler Perry, 100%. Uh, Kenneth Branagh. He likes putting his name in he, front of stuff. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> He's a big fan of that. We like doing that more than he does. I, it's, I think because it's hilarious. It sounds great. It sounds, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. Can, can you imagine Kenneth Branagh's John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China? That'd be crazy. Like I said, Kenneth Branagh's Thor. That's all I have to say. <laughs> the checketh is in the mail, saith Jack Burton. Chris, did you know? Then in 1987, they made a Big Trouble in Little China video game. In 87? I want to play it so bad. If you had said 97. No, 87. 1987. So a Nintendo game? Uh, NES? No. Or or do you mean like an an actual video game? Like, I think it was... Like an arcade game. No, I think it was like for, for computers. Oh, a PC game. I think so. I mean, this is the cover for it. It exists. Spectrum 299 range available and looks like yeah, Australia, Spain. Well, that's an American flag. You know, exactly. USA. So. Alternative software that does look like a computer game. It looks, game, like, it looks like an old computer game. Man, like how an awful one. How amazing. Yes, it exists. 
for for a movie that <clears throat> that bombed. <laughs> it bombed when it came out in 1986. Uh, $25 million the, budget. The, the next year, they made a video game. Right away, they made a video game. Wow. It was probably already in process. Yeah, probably right. How long did it take? Or, or, or maybe someone was like, yo, we've got this thing over here. Well, let's just throw Big Trouble in Little China's name on it, and we'll call it a game. Maybe to try to make a... a Get, get a couple bucks back because it only made eleven million dollars yeah. uh, total total box office run. Um, so not good. The thing was a bomb for Mister Carpenter, nineteen eighty two. He followed that up with uh, Starman and uh, something else, and both of those that okay. Why can't I recall what the other one was? And that oh, was it Escape from New York? No, that was before the thing. And then um, then he did this, which did not do well. They did Prince of Darkness, and then they live. And they live maybe his last, the last really good John Carpenter movie. Yeah, uh, probably movie we're gonna have to talk about one day in depth, in detail. I mean, but that, that day is not today. No, 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 that no, no, <laughs> that no, no. Because <laughs> we need to talk about that big trouble, in little China, Drusa Cogburn. Uh, now as an adult, it's like they they live, not they live. Excuse me. Well, in a way they live, but the thing and Escape from New York are like my go-to Carpenters. As an adult, I, I've come to like Assault on Precinct 13. Yes. And some I mean, of those other movies. I've always, I, I mean, as an adult, I think I like They Live more than I did as a kid. Sure. Because I get it now. But I, I <laughs> for sure like saw They Live. I watched it as a kid a few, in high school because they played it on uh, TBS, I think, a lot. And I, I taped it off that and watched it. Um, but as a child, as a youth, the movie that I loved and watched a lot was Big Trouble in Little China. Like, it had it all, man. It had action, guns, kung fu, magic, uh, 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 Raiden before Raiden existed. Come on. Yeah, no, yeah, uh-huh. They yeah. straight up. And and Jack and Jack Burton is just in the middle bumbling his way along bumbling the movie. Bumbling his way along. <laughs> the most bumbling of heroes ever. <laughs> Can you even... Just because he's the protagonist of the movie, Chris, does not mean he is the hero. That, because no. he does That's damn near <laughs> fucking nothing this entire movie, nah. but get knocked out and pull a couple levers. Yeah, for the most part, it's Wang. It's Egg Shen. Oh, They're the ones doing all Wang the work. Wang is killing it. Wang, the whole movie. He Wang go, is awesome. He goes, from, he goes from like <laughs> just like dude who like maybe knows a couple kung fu moves all of a sudden. To, to at the end a fucking wushu master. Like crouching tiger hidden dragon shit, dude. Fight, fighting <laughs> the, like goddamn three storms. He's like, I'll yeah. take you on straight on. Uh, I'm not scared of you. Yes. And then meanwhile, Jack Burton's unconscious <laughs> on the floor because he's, exactly. he's such a dummy. Exactly. He, he he knocks himself out, shooting things in the sky. He he fucking, he gets yeah. some dude in a giant suit stuck on his legs for like 20 minutes. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that was so funny. It's like, I can't, he's too heavy. I can't, I can't push him over. He does close to nothing the whole movie. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Um, yes, that is all. So it's so incredibly by design, and I can't imagine Stallone, Schwarzenegger, especially at this time in '86. I can't imagine none of these those guys. They, Van Damme. I don't think they would have gone for it. Yeah, too goofy, too undercutting of their macho images. Yeah, that they'd be worried about their other movies. Well, how will people see me in my other movies? Uh, yeah. Like, you know, who would do this kind of role? Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, right. Oh, totally. That's his he's, style. That's he's, his lane. He's got. He, 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 yeah, no, he's got no problem with any of that. Yes, that's his Ex- lane. Except with him, oh, <laughs> if it was a Jackie Chan movie, though, like he would actually, he would still be a bumbling oaf. Yeah, 
but he would be kicking ass as well. They would somehow, if it was a Jackie Chan movie, they just combined Wang and Jack yes. Burton characters. Yes, is what they would correct. Do. Yeah, because yes. he, cause he would embody both. Yes. Jackie Chan's like, I just find you one who does both. Yes. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Jackie Chan. Yes, but in this one, I mean... Yeah, they, they inverted the trope of the bold, brash, brave white hero with his Asian, usually Asian, yeah. but minority sidekick. Uh-huh. In and, this it, one, and in this movie... The, it's it's the white guy who does next to nothing. Yeah, and he, he's, he's still big, brash, and bold, not, and cocky, yeah, and yeah, talks yeah. a lot of shit. But he doesn't do anything the whole movie. But he does so and little. Th- that, not, not that. Not, that's not fair. He doesn't do anything. They he do does, give him like the key. He gets to kill Lopan. He he he's still out of watching the movie now that I'm older. Nine out the, of ten. The fact, things he tries to do is dumb. The fact that he actually a gets to kill Lopan and b actually kills Lopan mm-hmm. is probably one of the most ridiculous parts of the movie. It's insane. They do set it up in the beginning with the bottle bit. Which, I mean, I know. Well, obviously, we'll talk about yeah. it. But yeah, it is insane that he gets to... And then, yes, watching now as an adult, I'm like, how come uh, they build up Egg Shen in his long battle with uh, Lopan? How come Egg Shen didn't get to kill him? Yeah. I feel like he's the one who should... Let's say, of, of, of all the people... And, yeah. I mean, at one point in time, like... At the big boss battle at the end, yeah, he he does mystic warfare with Lopang. Yes, they're they're, <laughs> they're they're playing a video game with their pinkies at each other. They're even like Lopang's even no, using his Lo, thumbs like Lopang's nah, nah, nah. doing that. The yeah, other man, one, he's, he's doing one of these. Oh yeah, with his hand. Yeah, yeah he's, he's Dragon Ball Zing it up, uh-huh. right? Um, but they're totally just playing a psychic video game. It's yeah. great. Uh, yeah, he has a they have a heads head battle, but ends in a bit of a draw, a draw, and then he doesn't get to see him again. Uh, I feel like yeah, Aikshen should have. If we're gonna rewrite this, Aikshen kills him. Oh yeah, totally, hundred percent. Jack helps him. Jack finds ways. Maybe bu- I mean, in a bumbling way, he finds a way to still help. Ex- yes, you know he because he, he, Jack Burton still needs some redemption. He is our quote hero, even though he's, su- well, he's supposed to be. He's supposed <laughs> to be. Yes, he's our dumb hero who get, does nothing right. So he needs redemption. If he's going to be bumbling along the way, <laughs> then at the end, he, he at least needs, to needs something. A, he at least needs a stumble into. Uh, yeah, you because know. seriously, if not, I mean, is Jack Burton even like? Should he even be in the movie? Right? Should he even be in the movie? Which is then a testament to, <laughs> to Kurt Russell being like, "Man, this guy's so good. I love watching this guy." Even though half the movie, he's asking like, "What's going on, Wayne? <laughs> no, exactly. What is? Tell me what's happening. What? What's?" What is what is this? The, the whole first half of the movie, he's all, "Why don't we just call the police? Yeah. Why don't they deal with it's like, it?" Let's do this. Let's and do everyone's that. just like, "Dude, you don't fucking get it. This guy's yeah. like lightning, green fire. Like, what about this? Don't you understand?" And you know, they debated at least a dozen times on set. They're like, "Well, do we have someone say it's Chinatown? Like, do we do it? Do we do it knowingly? <laughs> do we do it like? Do we do it straight? Do we wink at the camera? How do we do this?" Ha ha! I get and then Chinatown. Just, Chinatown. <laughs> and then they just kind of like they will just now nah, we'll wonder. Let's not reference that movie. Um, yeah, this movie is wild and weird and different, and and they don't. Again, outside of like Jackie Chan stuff, there's no real. Um, where are the Charlie Chaplin action heroes? Where where's the the Jack Burtons of the world? Yeah, they, no, they don't. They, it, they it haven't gone back. Favor. They haven't gone back to well, that they, well. Well, I mean, they have just in different ways. In what do you mean, Jackass? Okay. Watching people actually be uh, purposefully, uh, man, I rewatched. It's I got, the new version. I rewatched the first. I tell you, about, I think I told you this off mic. I rewatched like the first 30, 40 minutes of Jackass three a couple weeks ago on Hulu, and God, laughing my ass off. Yeah, like, why well, not by myself? I was with Nena, but I was laughing man. by myself, laughing yeah. out loud. Yeah, it's hilarious watching people hurt themselves. Oh God! 
And especially those guys, because they do it with a smile on their face. Sometimes a smile. Sometimes. <laughs> well, no, and that's just it. When they don't have the smile on their face, that's when you know they're really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, oh, like, my it's God. like, oh, you should probably go to the hospital. Have, you know, at that moment, they're trying to remind themselves of all the money they're making. Yeah, no, exactly. Money, money, money. I just cashed a check with seven zeros. Yeah. It's okay. You know, I'm going to go spend 10 grand regrafting my jaw to my head. Ryan but... Dunn gets hit in the sack, and he's like, well, it's fine. I got a brand that new sports car. That was 10 grand. That was 10 grand. Got a sports car. <laughs> I'm going to get really drunk and drive this thing really fast. It's oh. going to be great. Oh, wait a second. Are you sure you're not thinking of Paul Walker? No, that's, oh. that's a different thing. That even James involved, Dean? Apparently that even oh. involved any drinking. James Dean had to have been one in between all those. I'm, sure. uh, I'm just trying to think of the most famous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Okay, 1986, 20th Century Fox. We got ourselves a movie, Big Trouble in Little China. It was supposed to be originally the original draft. Uh, the screenplay before John Carpenter came on was a Western set in the 1880s San Francisco. Ooh. Yes, right. So think about that. And so with all the mysticism. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just all we change is the setting. Everything uh, else is the same. They have gone back to that with uh, Shanghai Noon in a way. With yeah, that a sort of bit. a kung fu western. I think that's, uh, I haven't watched it in forever. So maybe it's just my being younger and, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's an underappreciated movie. Shanghai. Well, I mean, it's a Jackie Chan movie. It is, so, but Shanghai Nights, the sequel that's set in uh, England, like the same time period England, is not good at all. And they even went to say, oh, awesome, here we go, a sequel to this movie, and it's like, well, this sucks. This mm-hmm. is, apparently, Shanghai Noon was a bit of a flash in a pan, uh, lightning in a bottle type mm-hmm. of situation here. They didn't know what they had on, what they were doing right. Anyway, so it was supposed to be a Western. I like mystical Westerns. Yeah. It's like fun. Mystical Westerns, fun. Fantasy Western, anything. I was about to say, yeah, fantasy Western. Anything like yeah. that. I mean, Mandalorian. Now it's it's sci-fi, sci-fi Western. Western. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> I told you that fucking Yoda was a goddamn puppet. I told you. Yeah, <laughs> I read about it. I took the, one look at it, and I was like, that thing is real, and it looks amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> the, uh, now that everything's suspect, is that real? <laughs> yeah, apparently it and was... Anything, anything smaller than a human is now suspect. A- a- apparently it brought Werner Herzog to tears. Mm. I posted that article on our <laughs> Facebook group. Uh, he, he talked about how there were two people operating with a yeah. remote, and he says, it's breathtaking. <laughs> it's the most breathtaking thing I've seen. So now we know, though, we've been speculating for months. What is this? He's been talking about the um, amazing technology they've been doing, amazing stuff they've been doing over there. Like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah. I think he's talking about the puppetry. Yeah, more than likely. I wonder which, if we... which, is, which is fine. It, it, it harkens back to Big Trouble in Little China. Right. Where, where ha- they have really Good practical effects work. And the effects work could have been even better if they had more time to make this movie. Oh, easily. Yeah. So, so what had happened? So what had happened was the... Uh, so SpaceX has returned, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Falcon 9 rocket has... Did you hear that, Jersey? <laughs> Everything shook. Did, did, did my condo just explode? Your condo might have either, either that or, or SpaceX has completed something. It's always that's always possible. I know. Last time there was a bang like that, I looked online. It was a uh, yeah, SpaceX. Yeah, it was like oh, it's... coast baby. Um, so it was originally a western, and then the studio at some point they're like, let's update this thing because we can't we can't jive. We can't make the the western stuff work with the fantasy elements. We can't well, I mean this that. Out. I mean, it also would have been a lot more expensive, and also would have been expensive. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, by setting it in 1880s San Francisco, that then. Force the hand of the design, the style, and everything, and like you said, they're like they're like update the shit, make it modern. Mm. Uh, the original writers were like fuck you guys. I don't know, they worked it out. The the studio just took the script, 
gave it to someone else. They said, hey, you, you rewrite this thing, make it a modern setting. That script then made its way to John Carpenter, who is now two movies removed from the failure of the thing. Starman is a hit. I think um, Jeff Bridges even got himself a... um, a nod. Uh, yes, a nomination for his role in that. So uh, it's well-liked and everything. So now he's looking for his chance to make a studio movie, big budget, $25 million budget in 85, 86. That's a good budget, yeah. man. And uh, Spends a lot of it on neon. Yes, he gets like, <laughs> yes. Giant six-armed Buddha monster with neon. That we're going to destroy, <laughs> by think, the way. That thing is cool as fuck. <laughs> I thought that was really cool looking. The whole, the whole <laughs> low pans lair is just wacky and amazing. I, I, I love it. <laughs> All the Buddhas. And, oh man, it's great lair. The, um, so John Carpenter was like also attracted to the martial arts stuff. He wanted to make a martial arts movie for, for a minute at this point. Yeah. So then he sees this. And he's like, well, here's my opportunity to scratch that itch mm-hmm. with... Studio money. So that's how we get Big Trouble in Little China. He's the one who brings in Kurt Russell. I'm sure, yeah. Yep. No, right. I was about they, to say. Uh, obviously, he's studio's like, well, what about Clint Eastwood? What about uh, Sylvester Sloan? And obviously, they're like, no, bro. Yeah, no, I got Clint Eastwood and Sylvester probably would take a, one look at that script and have been like, no, thank you. Well, Sylvester Sloan would have been like, I'll do it, but uh, it's like, <laughs> like, oh, let me, uh, <laughs> let me just rewrite this real quick. You know? I mean, I like the, this is what he does. He's like, I like the script. It's really good. Let me just rewrite it. And then he takes it home. He rewrites it, hands it to you. And it's like, what's the title? This says Cobra. He's like, hey, you know, I, I changed the name of the character. So I changed the name of the script. Uh, he, it's amazing. He wrote the screenplay to co-wrote or rewrote the screenplay that is Cobra, um, which was based on a movie fair a book fair game remember the alec no what's that baldwin billy baldwin which baldwin the the dumb the dumb handsome one okay yes the, that was in sliver yes i think that's billy yes he was, billy in, was in sliver he was in cindy that movie was so awful so awful but you think it was awful but then you see fair game starring him and cindy crawford Oh God! Whoa! Wow. Whoa! Sorry. So Whoa. I forget. Yeah, right. I, it's a bad movie. I saw that movie. Uh, that movie and Cobra <laughs> are based on the exact same book. The exact same book. They have nothing to do. The only thing they have in common is uh, they have nothing in common. The only thing they have in common is that a woman sees a crime and then she's on the run and then a cop like helps and that's it. That's it. <laughs> and uh, but so Stallone, he he, uh, when the movie was coming out, he contacted the writer of Fair Game and tried to convince him or her. I don't know who wrote Fair Game to re-released the book with Stallone's name as author or as co-author because like hey you know I wrote the, the movie and I was like, you should put my name on the book <laughs> someone should punch Sylvester Stallone in the face he, for that one he needed many punches he's probably, he's probably been punched a bunch <laughs> Good. I'm sure, he, d- he deserves years. it for that one yeah for that one for sure <laughs> He's been, yeah. if he didn't get punched for that Seriously, he got punched for something like else. I would have just looked at him dead in the face just punched him and been like no and then walk away like a bad dog. He's like, yeah. No, Sylvester. He's like, oh, you just, <laughs> just figured I'd ask, you know. Uh, I mean, hey, keep punching. It's fine. Um, so that's how this movie got made. $25 million budget, $11 million uh, gross. And oh, phew, that's bad. That's sad. Poor, yeah. poor John Carpenter. I mean, it's all right. His his movies seem to age well. Most of them do, I believe. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're like they're like a wine. Like, the first year they come out, everyone's like, eh, I don't know. And yeah. then, like, someone... Dust it off the shelf twenty years later, and it's like, like I, actually, you yeah, know, this is. I think this is kinda, <laughs> this is actually really pretty fucking good. I think it's actually kind of a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this one is for sure. Um, it has had that reappraisal, like you said. No. If you go on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like seventy nine percent out of like sixty reviews. It's got a cult following. Um, they've been trying to do a 
I don't know, what do you want to call it? Remake, reboot, sequel. They've been trying to do it for a few years with Dwayne Johnson attached. And when he's attached to something, things typically get made. It may take a few years, but they get made. I was about to say, he could he could do it, too. Yeah, he's, he's been working on that. And what's the other one? Sergeant Rock? Cause, Doc cause, Savage. He's working on one of those for cause, years. Because... <laughs> Because he's got one of those personalities where, like, you could see him being the bumbling idiot. He'd be willing to take the piss out <laughs> yeah. of himself. Because he's such a giant, he has such a stature, yeah. that he knows he can do a comedy, and that doesn't then translate to his next movie where he uh, fights a tornado or Yeah, no, whatever. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know he's got, he, he, fought a, he fought an earthquake. He fought uh, a burning he, building. He's got to do them all. <laughs> he's going to punch them all. Punch them all in the right submission. In the uh, right after Black Adam, it's all good. The uh, yeah, so but then they announced at one point, I can't we're doing it, but it's not really a remake, it's just set a reinterpretation, in that, not even just set in that world and that universe, that sort of thing. So to not even expect the same characters or anything. And then, but now watching it in 2019, it's like, how do you do a big trouble, a little China that is uh, quote, woke. Because it's all in this Chinese mysticism shit yeah. and black magic and yeah. stuff. And you have to like fully embrace all that in order to go. Because that's the point of the movie. Yes. The yeah. Chinatown Underground. Yeah. You got you still gotta be of the mindset of be like, oh yeah, Chinatown's crazy. They got they got underground monsters and shit. Yeah, or, no, exactly. They 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 got the the path of the fallen trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was awesome. What? That was awesome. <laughs> and it's like and like you're looking at this and you're like and this is just underneath San Francisco, just just chilling. Other, yeah, just no one. Yeah, just chilling. Like, the the public uh, transportation. People yeah, no, never exactly. saw it. No, no, exactly. The, the the dudes laying all the power lines underneath the water, no. the sewer systems. They had they were just like they, it's like they came across it. We're like, you know what? We're just gonna go the other way. Well, well, you know, I think we can go around this, uh, <laughs> this weird path of uh, are those fallen trees? What the fuck? That scene is one of my favorite jokes. We'll talk about. It. Let's talk about when we get to it. Let me, all right. So let's start the show by let me take a drink. Mm-hmm. We are 20 minutes into the episode, so I think that means we should start talking about the movie. <laughs> um, and, okay, now this is super interesting. The movie starts with this opening scene of a guy who it's revealed throughout the scene that he's like, if you want me to be your lawyer, then you have to tell me, right? So, yeah. so he's talking to Egg Shen, this guy, yes. Victor Wong, who was uh, also, oh God, okay. We'll talk about the movie in a second. So, <laughs> so the part of the reason why this shit's fascinating. Part of the reason why um, the effects, I, uh, even Carpenter says the effects could have been better, is because they did have a a crunched schedule. Okay. The reason why um, 20th Century Fox had them on a short schedule on a quick turnaround is because at the same time in 1985, another movie was in production that involved. Asian mysticism and a person being called to like save the world, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that was the Golden Child, mm. which, as yeah. I mentioned earlier, the Golden Child. Well, I'm talking about something else. So, trying to keep it on track. So Fox was like, "Shit, we got to beat the Golden Child." That's out to theaters. Uh, so they rushed production to beat it by five months. So Carpenter was like, "If we had more time, the effects could have been even better." And uh, and now this guy Victor Wong who plays Egg Shen, is in this opening scene. He's also in The Golden Child. He's in both. Lucky guy. He's in both bombs. Well, They both bombed. Yeah, well, you know, that was back in the day when people didn't mind to be typecasted. Oh, that's true. (laughs) That's so true. Uh, What's this guy's name? Uh, Did I write it down? Uh, Dun Du, Dennis Du, the guy who plays uh, Wang. Mm -hmm. 
uh, Carpenter saw him in Year of the Dragons. Uh, he's like, oh, I like that Asian guy. And he casts him, and then he got a bunch of more Asian roles for like the next decade mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, you do what you gotta do. Gotta get that fucking work. Al Long has a cameo in this. A, a John Carpenter uh, cameo regular. He's the guy, the Asian dude. You know him if you look him up. Al Long. L-E-O-N-G. He's got long hair, but he's balding. Mm-hmm. Big mustache. Yeah. He's very recognizable. Yeah, no, I... I, I... When I saw him, I was like, it's that guy! Yeah. And then he's only in that scene with no dialogue. I assume he dies? Well, I don't know. Well, no, he's in, a couple, he's in a couple scenes. He starts off in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and by the time the big first fight scene is over, yeah. then he's no longer and in the movie. Because yeah, yeah. he's just, he's like one of the main thugs of that, of that gang. gang. Yeah. And after the big fight scene, we kind of go off track from the gang. Yes, the whole gang war thing yeah. that they introduce and then kind of abandon. No. But then they kind of they bring him back a little bit. That's right, we need some backup guys. What's another funny joke? I'll talk about that joke later. Um, so Victor Wong, right? The the studio Fox got scared about the whole um, bumbling idiot hero. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell was like, "That's the only reason I even did the movie. <laughs> That's the only reason I did it. The opportunity." For me and John Carpenter to play this archetype and really have fun with it and really. Inverted, subverted, all that shit. No. Uh, which, and Fo- which they did successfully. Which they did successfully. And then Fox was like, fuck, our hero's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Indiana Jones. What do we do? <laughs> no, no, it is not. <laughs> they even got a Drew Struzan style like poster, poster for the cover and everything. Yeah. This isn't a hero. He's an idiot. So they made John Carpenter add this scene. And again, it's a studio movie. He's a gun for hire. Uh, he doesn't have Final Cut. So he's like, you need to add this scene where... You have to explain to the audience that Jack Burton is a hero, which is why then in the beginning Shen, of the movie, I even wrote it, it down. It was like, no, you he, you leave Jack Burton alone. <laughs> we are in his debt. He showed great courage. That's what Egg Shen says. Obviously, just like <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. He just has Jack's back. He's like Jack's a nice guy. He brings me. He brings the pork to the Chinese restaurant that I go to mm-hmm. to eat when I'm driving my bus around Chinatown for the for the tours. Um, for Young Express, bro. A pork Chop Express. Uh, that's the theme. That's the name of the theme song. Uh, maybe one of my least favorite John Carpenter themes. It's a fine theme, but when you listen to it, it, it sounds sort of um like a late '90s WCW, like a wrestler intro coming down to the ring, coming out of the ring. <laughs> yeah, Jack Burton. Um. So this is weird. It seems like, and then he's has no context. It doesn't fit with the rest of the movie. He's like, if you want me to be your lawyer, you gotta tell me the truth. Why does he? Why does Action need a lawyer? I thought he was going on vacation. No, because apparently at the end he gets nabbed up by he, the police. By the police, <laughs> and they're like, oh, a half a block went up in green, green flame. Like, green. Do you understand green? green do you understand? <laughs> this is this is mystic magic shit. Green shit. Um. So the law. Lo- Lawyer asks him about magic, yeah. and then Egg picks his hands up. <laughs> what if you search "Big Trouble in Little China" for for gifts for gifts? It's like it pops up so often. Yeah. His hands uh, doing the rotoscope, rotoscope biting <laughs> the uh, the Emperor Palpatine. Yes, biting. and he shows him. It's like that's just a little, just a little taste, baby. What do you, what do you want? Cut to the what the real opening should have been, and then this makes more sense if you know the fact about the scene being tacked on. It makes more sense that the movie opens with. Jack Burton in the truck 
talking on the CV to whoever, whoever fuck, whoever's listening. Talking himself up, this big powerful dude. Just some random word salad about some guy's got you against the wall and <laughs> says, like, have you paid your debt? You do what Jack you Burton see, says. You see it, checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. <laughs> uh, and then another one, What's I wrote down the other one, they said it's... Uh, he starts with this Jack Burton pork chop express. I never drive faster than I can see, and after that, it's all on the reflexes. Which then he comes back later. At all. He says yeah. that three times, so at, at least it's all on the reflexes. At least Carpenter pulls off the rule of threes with all, it's all on the reflexes three times. But yeah, who's he talking to? Uh, he's doing his own like this is before podcasting. Yeah, he's just on a CB. He's broadcasting. Essentially, essentially, he's doing what we're doing. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Just hoping people are listening. Please listen to my voice. Make me feel important. Exactly. He doesn't have the stat trackers that we do, but I guarantee to know how unimportant to know we are. How important. Exactly. I guarantee yeah. the same size audience. No, probably, you know what? No, probably more. He probably had a bigger audience. Maybe slightly bigger. Those, yeah. those CB radios are strong. They were strong. Yeah. A lot of truckers on the road. Yeah. They're the ones making America move, getting all the food going around the country. Um, so if you if you take away that opening scene with the lawyer and Egg Shen, the movie opens with Jack Burton in a truck doing a monologue, and then but it, it closes the with him in a truck yeah. doing a monologue. So it makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, so studio interference fucking things up, but it's fine. It really doesn't matter. We got a cool gif out of it. Um, so uh, we have the opening credits, do the music. He arrives in uh, Chinatown. It's a montage of him showing up. It's like night into morning. It's raining. He gets some food. He gets a... Have you ever had one of those... Those rice buns, those white sticky buns that I see in all the kung, every single kung fu movie I've ever seen, no. has someone stopping to get one of those a, sticky a, rice a buns? A steam bun? No. Yes, a steam bun. I've yet to have a, a steam bun, where, but apparently they are delicious. Where can we go get the look? Um, the white fluffiness yeah. of a steam bun looks amazing. I mean, you, it, it's the same dough that uh, they make uh, the bows out of. So it's just a big old bow bun that you eat. It might be. It might taste different. Like they might add like maybe a sweet element to it so it's not so, so bland but it, yes it is just rice dough yo where, where do we go get where where do we go get some of these man i'm tired of seeing them in kung fu movies and <laughs> wondering i want to know when someone bites into one and they go still just want to know i want the sense memory so so figure it out not i think you're a little i think i think you're a little old to get that chris I, don't think, I need to, I need to create the sense memory. You, exactly, which which means you gotta eat a lot of steam buns, and you don't even know where to find them. So how the fuck are you gonna do that? <laughs> no, I'm behind. <laughs> I'm behind eight ball on this one, baby. That's for sure. Um, no, you are not behind the eight ball. There's he. So at first they're they show him. Um, he he's he delivers his payload. It's pigs. He's the pork chop ex, pork chop express. He's delivering pigs to Chinatown. Uh, which I assume that they they then put in the pen somewhere and then people deliver them bodies. Yes. To, so they fatten them up. To fatten them up and, uh-huh. and also dispose of bodies. Yes. Right? That's how that works. Yes. I, I saw Deadwood. Exactly. You you rewatched it. Yeah. Um they're doing a is it are they betting on bug fighting? They don't show it. No odds and evens. They're 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 just doing odds evens. So what, for like cards? They're dropping down a card, is the next card gonna be odd it's, even? It's whatever I think what it is is the dude who's doing like running the bet. Yeah, he knows how many beads or whatever he has. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, Wh- yeah, whatever, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he just puts him in there. Yeah, shakes him up upside down. Oh, uh, okay, so that's the game that they're playing. Yeah. All right, because then later they're just playing. Uh, looks like poker. Yeah, then just cuts them straight. Yeah, some sort. It, so just a card it game. Looks, no, no, dominoes. no do- some sort of domino. They're game. playing to a domino. A, a domino game. Maybe it's a mahjong. Uh, Which could be I, it's I just no mahjong is just uh, I don't you know. know it's like a mix of dominoes and poker is all yeah, that is I don't, I don't know um 
So uh, he he makes a shit ton of money, right? And uh, one thousand one hundred forty eight dollars. <laughs> All right, there you go. Good job. <laughs> Did you just watch this like an hour ago or something? I watched it today. Okay, excellent. Yeah, very, very good. I, I try to do that that way. It's fresh in my memory. That's good. That helps because I have to watch them like days in advance sometimes. So oh, this I got a water stand. This that's not good. <laughs> the um, I'll, I'll, I'll fumble my way through that bit later. Uh, okay, so now we got Bert. Burton and Wang at the table were introduced to Wang. Uh, they got this whole thing about where he's like, uh, he's like, pay up my money. And Wang is like, double or nothing. They must be drunk. There's beers there, empty beer bottles everywhere. Double or nothing. I cut this beer bottle in half with this machete that I have. Double or nothing. Burton's like, okay, fine, you're on. This is where we get the his bit about the reflexes. The only thing he can do, Drew, is like a drunk, fast reaction. Yep. That's all you can do. That's it. He goes to cut the bottle. It just flies across the table. And it's a good-looking shot, actually. Yeah. You know, watching it now, it's like, how do they pull this off? I mean, it's just a quick shot of the bottle across the table. And then one of him's catching it. So they just maybe have some guy toss it to him really fast. Russell's got some good hands. Maybe they sped up the film a little bit for him just catching it. It's only a few, maybe 24 frames. Maybe. Maybe, maybe 36 frames. Um, but it's good. He catches it. It's all in the reflexes. Now you owe me a shit ton of money, Wang, like $2,800. Because it was double or nothing. And Wang's like, well, I don't got the money, huh? Man, this guy's charming, this dude. This, <laughs> this Dennis, what's his name? Dennis Duke. Can you look him up, please, what his real name is? Because he worked throughout the 90s. He had some TV spots. Dennis uh, Dunn. Dennis Dunn. He had TV spots. Or maybe up it until is pronounced he, Dune. I don't know, but it's just D-U-N. D-U-N. He is a Chinese-American from uh, California. Uh... And he had a good run there of, of, of work. And then he stopped around 2006 or so. He did something recently, but not much. Um, he's very got a very, like, a likable, especially when he's younger here at this time in 86. Like, he just has, like, a big, like, open face, like, a, a smiling face all the time. Looks like a very nice guy. Uh, so when he's like, I ain't got the money on me. I mean, come on, I'll have it for you later. I, I got to believe this guy, Jack. Let him go. He's good. He's good to go. Yeah, but Jack knows him. He's like, Jack, fuck that, Yang. Jack does know <laughs> He knows Wang, man. So he's, he's like, like, fuck that shit. Fuck you, Wang. He's uh, like, not only am I not following you, you're getting in my fucking truck right now. Yeah, so Wang's like, I, I got to go to the airport to pick up my fiance. She's coming in from China. Uh, I'll get your money after that. Jack's like, I'm coming with you. Fuck that, you coming with me, just like you said. Um, so on the way to the airport, he explains uh, his fiance, uh, Meow Yin. Yeah, this is one of the many scenes of exposition. Yes. Where literally... Exposition, though. All they do is tell you what's going on. This is where <laughs> half of Jack's dialogue is, What are you talking about, Wang? What do you mean, Wang? <laughs> and then reiterating what he just said. Yeah, yeah exactly. Reiterating. Um, so he tells them about the girl back from China. Uh, so you're telling me there's a girl in China... Yeah, oh, green oh. eyes. Um, and then Wang's like, oh. And then he's like, he hits his head like, does that thing. He's like, that's why the bottle didn't slice. My mind and my spirit are going north and south. Because he's all fucked up that this, this hot chick is coming from China. Yeah. I mean, I'd be kind of fucked up too. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, I can't. I'm, yeah. She looks really weird with those green eyes though. Yeah, because it's unnatural, man. Yeah. Anything, man <laughs> no green eyes over there. It looks really <laughs> fucking weird. Uh, but so did um, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall, yeah. No. She looked weird too because they're just contacts in their eyes, right? Now they would probably CG that shit. Mm -hmm. And it could it look, probably look natural. Good. Yeah, it looked better than... Mm -hmm. Because just the full color. Because you always get that thing where it's like you get that little bit around the iris of the actual yep. color, right? It's the, that little Kim effect where it's like uh, blue, 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 but yep. then they brown and then black. <laughs> it's like, is that a cataract? <laughs> Maybe. You're like waving in front of her face. Can you see me, little Kim? No, I can't. 
<laughs> no, I can't. I can't see nothing with these contacts on. They told me I look good for the music video, but now I'm in trouble. Uh, is my titty out? Remember that when her titty was out? <laughs> yeah, but she was totally going for that. That was awesome. Like that was just that, that was just her outfit for the night. That was awesome. And then she just like had her nipple covered up, right? Yeah. Loophole. Yeah, and then and, and then all night, like every woman she saw came up and touched her titty. Fuck yeah, all of them. Every, they, they all just went. It's so inviting. <laughs> like it's so tap, inviting. Tap. Like, look at that titty. I want to touch that titty. Tap, tap. I want to touch that titty. I want to touch the bottom side of Lil Kim's titty. <laughs> I'm not sure if you want to anymore. Well, now maybe not. I don't know. I haven't seen her in a minute. Didn't she do some time in prison? Yes. <laughs> So the titties may be firm now. You know how they come out of prison. Or like all they gotta do is isometrics in the cell. What is it gonna do? Play cards? I guess that's, that's what you did. Yep. It'd be funny if you you spent your eleven days in jail just doing uh, Pilates and like, <laughs> like push ups and stuff, and then you came out nope. ripped for some reason. Like what the hell, man? <laughs> Dude, you're in there for fourteen days. It's county lockup. <laughs> they don't have weights in there. Push ups, brother. <laughs> Body weight exercises. Come Body on, weight, man. man. Come on. You got to use your weight against you, you fat ass. Um, so they get to the airport. This tiny little, not even the airport. They get to the, I guess, the arrival part of the airport. The terminal. They get to, it looks like the, the entrance of the airport. It's it's old school. It's a $25 million movie. Still, uh, weirdly seems small, but he's like, I'm spending all that money on the neon. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time to spend money on no. the airport. Um, They go to, to, to meet... Now, a lot of things happen. Jack Burton sees Kim Cattrall. Yep. Later, we later we learn that her name is Grace Law, the lawyer. Mm-hmm. She's a lawyer named Grace Law, and her name yes. is Law, Grace yeah. Law, Gracie Law, uh, lawyer Gracie Law. And um, he's like, oh, I gotta go hit on this bitch. So he walks up to her, and uh, he, he tries throwing down some game. She's immediately like, immediately trying to stop it right away because she's there to meet someone, a Chinese girl coming from China. Mm-hmm. Um. Then these punks show up, pushed by the Lords of Death. That's an awesome name. That's a really cool, yeah, really good Lords name. Of Death. Lords of Death show up. Three of them pushed by Jack. Uh, they're there to kidnap the girl that Gracie Law is picking up because they they're just picking up uh, Chinese nationals so they can sex traffic them, human yep. traffic them. Right. That's yes. like the crux of the crime going on. Yes, and I, I I love how one of the the Oriental punks was wearing his snow goggles. Those glasses are dope as fuck. Those are snow goggles. Are those snow goggles? Those are snow goggles. Like big and white, and they got yeah. the slit. slits. It's those are snow goggles. Those are cool. So you don't go snow blind. Those are cool. <laughs> I want one. They're for snow. I don't give a shit. They're for style now. It's 2019, almost 2020. I'm getting a pair of those for Christmas. Um, so Lords of Death show up. She knows all about them. She's being like, "Those are Lords of Death punks from Chinatown." Jack Burns like, "What? What's going on? I don't understand. That? I don't understand nothing." Uh, but he wants to impress his girl, try to get laid, so he tries to step in. Well, yeah, because it's young Kim Cattrall. Young, young, young Kim Cattrall. Very young Kim, Kim Very Cattrall. attractive. Very young, very Police Academy Kim Cattrall. She's in like the third Police Academy, the second or third one. Sharon Stone's in one of them, too. Did you know that? Ugh, yeah. No, I did not. You, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> got to start somewhere. Um, so they try to kidnap Grace's friend. Jack stops them, and they have, like, that one dude pulls out the weapon, Jack's just backing up, and then the other dude sweeps them and falls. And then this is where you start getting the hint of, uh, maybe Jack isn't as apt 
as you he want him to claims be. to be, yes. or he claims to be. Yes, yes exactly. Yes, as as his boisterous personality mm-hmm. may, would make you think he is, or or as Egg Shen would have you believe in the opening scene, where it's like, leave Jack Britton alone. <laughs> he's going to he saved the entire world. He saved us all with his with his gigantic penis and his huge biceps and his inability to fail. <laughs> Um. So they see Mao Ying and they take her instead. Oh, it's, it's, so is that, you know what? That's what Jack Jack Burton is actually a superhero. And his superhero power yeah. is white privilege. Oh, he keeps failing upwards, Chris. He fails up the it. whole movie. He did it, buddy. <laughs> the power of white privilege compels thee to win, Jack. Burton. That yeah. is what it is. Yeah, yeah it's it fantastic. is. And that gets all the credit at the end. Jack Burton's a hero. Like I said. That's that's fucking great. Um, so they take Mao Ying. Uh, they take her for a sex trafficking. It just happens to ha- she just happens to have the green eyes. Yeah, Lopan's looking for. The Lopan is looking for. Yeah, good old Lopan. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jack and Wang give chase in the truck. We cut to Egg Shen. This is why we see. So we saw him in the opening scene, but now we see him driving the the tourist uh, bus mm-hmm. through through Chinatown. Mm-hmm. It's got this weird bit where like Jack runs him off the road and all that. Well, and then we don't see him again for like another half hour because they cross paths. Yes, it's them crossing paths. Yeah, yeah. All they do is cross paths. That's it. That's it. But then it's like Egg isn't later. Like, aren't you the guy to try to run me nope. off the road? It's like, that doesn't matter. It's no, just it it, no. it's just so we can. We just wanted to see Egg's cool fucking bus. I think so. We can see, establish that he has a bus. Because we need that later for an escape. And then also, um, I guess this would have been the Egg Shen, his initial introduction yeah. in the movie. Yes, it would have. But then he had the scene mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah, for mention scene. Um, I like how then they, they drive down the street and they make a turn. And then they make a, a, a turn right onto the the like the like 20th century Fox backlot. Yes. <laughs> Stop! Yeah. Make a right right now! Right Why? Because that's the backlot. Because that's the backlot right there. That's where <laughs> we, we're we, filming we for, the next, uh, <laughs> for the next like six weeks. We're filming there. We got to go there. Uh, it's like, you know at Universal here, the... Yes. Um, no, it's... Yes. Yes, it's the... <laughs> it's just like that. But it's very specifically... In front of the mummy, in the sort of New York section, there's mm-hmm. like sort of an alleyway yes. that you can go down. I think it's the same alleyway that they use in every Batman movie. Yes. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Even the Joker that just yes. came out. Even same alley. Same alley. They got the truck driving down there, yes. making a turn. Yes. It's it, You can tell that the metal's not actually dirty. It's just painted dirty. Yes. That's how you can tell it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's, so, it's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. They they get stuck at a funeral. All right, so a funeral comes around, and it's the fighting tongue. What do they call it? The Chang Shin. I I really stopped running down names of things for this movie because it got kind of out of hand. It gets ridiculous. It's all all the wangs and tongs and bongs and shins and thins and pins. Is that racist for me to do that type of running thing like that? I apologize, Asian listeners that aren't listening, because we don't have any Asian listeners. Guys, if we have Asian listeners for a year from now and you go back and listen to this and you hear me say this and you get mad, email me and I'll, I'll, I'll email you back an apology personally. Uh, Mr. Chin or Mr. Wang, whatever your name is. I'm assuming it's a guy. Most of our listeners are guys. Um, okay, so the truck stops. You see a funeral. Again, like you said, Drew, when things stop, it's just for exposition. <laughs> Wang is like, oh, well, this is this gang. That's that gang. It's a funeral. That dude just died. This is happening. That's happening. And Jack's like, what? What's going on? What? I don't understand. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Jack is a little astute when he looks in the mirror and he sees a bunch of dudes in black. These guys are in white. The funeral guys are in white. 
in his rearview mirror, he sees guys approaching him. And he's like, hey, Wang. Wang. What what about these guys in black and crimson here? He's like, do these guys have any enemies? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, about those guys. Oh, yeah. The the Wing Kong. Now, that's an important name. The Wing Kong. Um, yeah, they're, they're ruthless. And then he's like... These guys are animals, Jack. This is bad news. And then they have a a, a fight. At first, it has a little bit of kung fu, but then it's just straight up a gunfight. Yeah, out of nowhere. They're just <laughs> shooting each other, and then I guess they run out of bullets, and then they go back to a uh-huh. yes. some kung fu fight. Uh-huh. Everybody be kung fu fight. Um, and then the three storms show the up. The three storms, man. Come on, fucking rain, thunder, and lightning. All right, so we got rain is um, long-haired sword guy. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the one that ends up fighting Wang later. Uh, Thunder is big dude. Guy who explodes at the end. Guy who explodes at the end. Yes. <laughs> Guy who infamously explodes at the end. He turns into a rubber man and then explodes into rubber. Steam everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like a kettle. And then uh, Lightning, the coolest one. Raiden. Because he's Raiden. They totally just took yep. this movie. They just ripped off Raiden. Mm-hmm. Did they even pay for that? I no. wonder. They didn't, right? No. Yeah, it's just it's just a rice paddy hat. I, got, I guarantee you it is. I guarantee you like that character is some sort of like Asian mythological being ah, type thing where it's so just they, like a public domain thing that already existed most likely. That would be all right. almost guarantee it. It's just some sort of god who yeah, used no, lightning. Exactly. I like every time I enter the scene. That's how. That's how every, he, he had his hand like on lightning and coming out like like how, a rope. Why do you think uh, all these uh, not Chris Hemsworth Thor movies are getting made right now? Uh, are there a lot of them? All direct to video, but yeah. Oh, direct to video. Okay, yeah, sure, sure, but yeah, sure. Yeah, but but they're straight up called Thor because yeah. they can be. They can. <laughs> you want to make a Sherlock Holmes movie tomorrow? Let's do it. We'll make a Sherlock Holmes movie tomorrow. Yeah. King Arthur, you want to make a King Arthur movie? I got a Jesus Christ movie for you that will <laughs> knock your socks off, man. You won't believe this Jesus Christ movie I got. I'm more into Samson. Oh, man. <laughs> don't, don't get me started on Samson. I still got to watch that Samson movie that came out a few years ago. I never ago. watched it. I never watched it. No one watched it. The box office uh, total is like uh, $22 on a bucket of chicken. It was mm-hmm. bad. Um, so the three storms show up. These guys are a bunch of badasses. Uh, is this when they break out their weapons? And he it's has, the like, first time you see them. Right? Yeah, because yeah, the one guy's got the, the spinning, the spinning things, things on his hand. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but then he doesn't use them later. Like, they look so cool now. He doesn't use them at all. He just shows them to you. He shows them to you. Look at my <laughs> cool spinning things. And then later, it's just like lightning, lightning, yeah. lightning. It's like, yeah, I guess if you have lightning hands, you don't need any other weapon. No. Where would lightning hands be bad? I guess if you're standing in water. But he is like lightning, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's got rubber rubber soled shoes, he's good. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, so, it's, it was established, clearly established yeah. in this movie that he has rubber soled shoes. There's yeah. a scene where he stops and he's talking to the other storms. He's like, so yeah, I mean, he's grounded. He's golden. He's 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 good to go. But still, they're like, we, he needs a cool weapon here. <laughs> Those things are spinning. Um, Jack's like, fuck this. He just drives this truck through, which he should have done minutes ago. He's like, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, and then Lopan shows up in a crazy outfit. Yeah, with the finger like beckoning him. <laughs> He straight up hits him, and Jack's like, "What the fuck?" He jumps out of the truck, and then Lopan just stares like, "Wow!" And then does a he opens his mouth and eyes, and the light yep. comes out, and it blinds mm-hmm. Jackbird. Crazy looking effect that I, I guess the um. So the hand lightning is like uh, um. They're they're painting that on. Mm-hmm. They're, they're drawing that yeah. in. The lightning, the, the light. I I guess that's maybe uh more of a. Um, a composite effect, like an analog. They More have one likely. film thing, or a couple film shows. I don't know. Probably. How did they do this shit before computers, man? Like you said, 
seems hard. Analog compo- composite shots. <laughs> it seems hard. It was. <laughs> I, I had to do some video editing on analog equipment in high school. Yeah. I took a TV production class where, back, where everything was done on VHS. Back in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, VHS. What was I just watching? Fucking pain in my ass. I was just watching um, for, uh, uh, something with... Uh, it, was, it was set in the early... Oh, War of the Worlds. I, I was oh, re-watching yeah. the first like 30, 40 minutes of War of the Worlds. And in the beginning scenes, uh, Tom Cruise sits down with Dakota Fanning to like eat some food and... Uh, the TV is uh, a tube TV. There's VHSs everywhere. And it's like 2004. Like, this could be the fucking 70s, man. <laughs> Look at all this old technology. This shit's crazy. It's fucking crazy. They stopped, They finally stopped making VCRs, Chris. I know. Like two years ago, yeah. right? Sony did. They were the mm-hmm. last ones to do it. Real bummer. Real bummer. Uh, oh, anyway. No, no. We got we to move on. Um so he hits a little pan, little pan blinds them, Wang grabs them. It's like, get out of here. They're... No luck. And it's a cool shot. I, I really like this shot where they run through their little back lots that they have. So yep. he takes them around a the corner. Uh, he's like, we got, he throws some water in his face. Like, we got to get out of here. They run down the street. They see uh, the three storms, like, fucking people up. They're like, oh, shit. They, they take her to another corner. Like, they come back around to yep. the scene of the crime, essentially, as they try to get out of there. Um, and this is where they make it to the, they get away to the restaurant. And then I get, do we even, we don't see the truck. It's, they just assume that the truck is gone. Oh, uh, at one point in time later, somebody, uh, what's his face? Uh, Wang's friend. Eddie. Eddie. He says, because all of a sudden he's a dude that just shows up and yeah. has information. Well, it's the very next <laughs> scene. Yeah, this is where Jack meets Eddie Lee because they get to the, the restaurant to yeah. regroup. I, I think it's one of the times they're at the restaurant regrouping. Yeah. Where Eddie's like, oh, and the the whatever gang got your truck. Yeah, yeah. Eddie's like, they got it. Yeah. Uh, that's why you say one of the restaurant regroupings. Yeah, there are they several. Keep going back. Yes, <laughs> they keep going back to the, the Dragon of the Blackpool restaurant, yes. uh, which is like, uh, that does, doesn't even make any sense. No. The I mean, uh, unless it's a water dragon. Let me a water dragon. That sounds dirty. <laughs> Went to Cleveland last week. Get me a water dragon. You know how hard it is to get did a get water the, dragon? Did you get that dragon at the Black Pool? Oh, no. The Black Pool. <laughs> the, the extra. It's extra to get the Black Pool. I got, I got to save up for that. <laughs> the ticket to Cleveland cut into my Black Pool money. No. I had to save with the water dragon. Gotcha. Did you get a steamer while you were up there? Oh, they throw those in for free. Especially this time of year. Arctic Blast. Uh, so they group at the restaurant. This is where Jack meets Eddie. Just shows up. He's the new Mater D at that uh, restaurant. Yeah, that's what it is. I wrote that down. Yeah, because for years I'm like, who is this guy? He just shows up. Characters do just show up in this movie. Yes, oh, who yeah. is this guy? He's the new Mater D. Uh, so that's why he's there. Um, Jack is uh on the phone with the insurance people. Right, he wants his truck. Gracie Law also shows up. Yeah. At this, she's at like, this moment don't worry, reason. I'm Gracie Law. Yes, <laughs> and she does uh, for one hundred percent. Drew, she's like, "Hi, I'm Grace." Like she introduces herself, yeah. like she's a uh, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall is very enthusiastic in this movie. Like she's trying. Enthusiasm is one way to put it. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. That's so funny. Um, so she shows up and explains uh, where Meow Yin is. They try to kidnap my friend for sex trafficking. But my bad, they took your friend instead to the brothel. Oh no! And she's got green eyes. That means she'll get char- she get she'll cost double. What is that? Immediately, she's like, cause yeah. All of a sudden, Kim Control knows. Like, she knows. Oh, that green eyed shit. She she doesn't know about the green eyed shit. That's but not enough to know about uh to connect this to Lopan. No. 
Um, so they go to the brothel to find Miao Yin. All right, here's one thing about this movie. Uh, one thing, Chris? No, I'm saying right here. <laughs> that, that I'll point out right here. Here's the thing about this movie. And part of the reason why I like it so much, probably why I liked it so much as a kid, and why I still found it so enjoyable now on a rewatch, this movie moves. Oh, yeah, it's boom, 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 yeah. boom. I mean, a lot gets crunched into this 90 minutes. 90 minutes! Now, uh, 96 <laughs> 99, 99 no. minutes. Yeah, a lot gets squeezed in there. Because probably cut shit out. Um, so it's just go, go, go. And when they, they're stopping... they're it's exposition. They're just stopping to talk about the movie. Yeah. It's like, so, what, so what's happening in this movie so far, Wang? And what's going to happen next, now, Wang? And what's going to happen next, Wang? All right, Egg. Like, damn, Jack. Are you taking notes, buddy? No. Like I am. I'm no, taking, he's not. Well, Jack should take notes. Though. Then he'd ask less questions. Um, This is a fun scene. We get a fun... Kurt Russell pretending to be like undercover, like he puts on oh, the glasses yeah. and he yeah. puts on a, a bit of a voice and it's like, oh, why don't like, we have a girl with green I'm eyes? I'm a straight up white guy. Yeah, so yeah, he somehow <laughs> makes himself whiter. Yes, <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. Puts on a corduroy jacket. He's like, oh, I'm even and whiter. And this is like a a time honored trope of these ty- of movies. Um, Humphrey Bogart does it in The Big Sleep. 39, 40, 49, no, 40, 49, where he needs information, so he walks into a bookstore, he puts on glasses, and he even puts on a voice like this, and he, and it, he even, Bogart is was famously like mumble mouth and low key, and he was doing that before that was popular, and then he walks into this one scene where he's pretending to be someone, and he comes to life, like he's so, <laughs> it's like, wow, full of energy, like, Bogart had this in him this whole time, and he, and he never used it. Uh, but here Kurt Russell does a, a yeah. similar sort of thing. Also, he's pulling the Clark Kent. He's pulling a Clark Kent. Yeah, hundred percent. Put on glasses. No one will recognize me. <laughs> and then later, this feels like a Bruce Lee callback, where when him and Wang break into the warehouse later, they pretend to be um, phone repairmen. Yes, and that is straight up um, Bruce Lee in the Chinese Connection. He put on dorky glasses and talked in a high pitched voice. It was like, I need to repair some phones in your boss's office to like uh, get some information yeah. and shit. So. Man, I love this. Yeah, stuff. apparently all you have to do is carry your phone and put on a denim jacket, and you're a telephone repairman. And then talk like, hey, I, what, what, you got yourself some green-eyed girls here that I can titty fuck? I think you wanted to do a little bit more than that. You got some some, some green-eyed girls here that I can, I can fist their buttholes? <laughs> is that what you meant? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> your mind goes to some weird places, Chris. You said more than titty fuck. <laughs> I mean, titty fuck, it's already, that's, that's violating, man. Yeah, it's violating. Straight to fist and ass. Yeah, at least then there's like maybe a possible uh, pleasurable sensation for the fisty. Titty fucking. I never understood titty fucking, even as a kid, because like there's no. That doesn't feel good to the lady, does it? How can that feel good? I don't got titties, so I don't know. I just imagine it's just one of those things that they only do in porn. You know what I'm saying? You don't have any input on the titty fucking? Chris, I'm learning more about you every day. Hey, so much. <laughs> um. So, uh, him asking for green eyes, lady, raises suspicions. Meanwhile, yes. while it's raining outside, Gracie runs from the car that Wang and Eddie are in. So we're like, "Oh, I see a car that I recognize." Like what? Runs into it. That's where we meet another character. Yes. Uh, the reporter lady. Her name is, uh, I wrote it down, Margot Litzenberger. The, the one who's got the hots for uh, Major D Boy. Find out later. Her yeah. and Eddie. They're like, yeah, we can have ourselves some. Uh, we're going to have a hot time at the Blackpool tonight, baby. 
Um, the three storms show up. Chaos ensues. It's cool. So he, he does get himself a girl. He's trying to ask questions to find out where Meow is. She's tied up in a room somewhere. Yeah. She's not for sale for the general nope. public. She's reserved for low pan. Um, and then, like, psh, the building. It's almost like what we just had here with SpaceX. Yeah, sh- everything shook. Everything shook. He's like, what the fuck? Everyone starts running out. Really fun shot of, like, the the, the roof, the, the ceiling psh, being blown away. Yeah. And then the three storms showing up. One, two, three. And uh, uh, Jack Burton gets to see him for the first time. He's like, what the fuck is going on? All this shit. Um, so Chaos and Soons, they take the girl. They get Meow Yin. They get her out of there. Um so this is where they regroup at Gracie's office. Like he's sitting on the, they lay him down on a, on like a, a couch sort of thing. He's like, where am I? And Gracie's like, my office, that type of thing. Uh, Gracie explains. He's the godfather of little China, Mr. David Lopan. So now we get, again, we're soft movie only for exposition dump. Let's talk about David Lopan. Who is this guy? Well, glad you asked. Uh, the reporter says, you mean David Lopan, the chairman of the National Orient Bank, who owns the Wing Kong Import-Export Trading Company? Like, blah, blah, like, again, another five lines. You mean Lopan, who, who owns half of San Francisco and, and who no one's seen for decades, and he's a legend of some sort, and, and he's a mythical beast, and, and apparently uh, he needs a green eye. Like, they know mm-hmm. everything about yeah. this guy, right? He's a living ghost, Chris. He is a living ghost. Yes, the living ghost, David Lopan. Pan. Uh played by what's his name? James Wong. James Hong. James Hong. H O N G. It's either Hong or Wong. Apologies, James. <laughs> bro. He's Hong. A, Hong. James Hong. Dude's a legend. Yeah. I mean, how many things has he been in? Oh, in the last oh few he decades? has I don't know, let's see. Like, I, he, I, IMDB credits. He has a four hundred and thirty six <laughs> okay, acting yeah. credits. Okay, that's uh <laughs> that's a lot of voice work. All right, that's inflating that number for sure. Yes, well, yeah, because he does a lot of animated stuff. He does like, a lot of animated stuff. I mean, Kung Fu Panda is his most f- famous one. I was about to say, if you He's name an animated movie that has even a hint of an Asian character, <laughs> it's, probably, it's him. Most likely, he popped in there. Yeah, yeah, no, he's fantastic. He's a uh, he's a uh, not even a national treasure. He's a global treasure, James Hong. He's fantastic. Um, he plays oh, a little band of this. He, he did. Two episodes of the Mike Tyson Mysteries. <laughs> Come on, see exactly. <laughs> he has so much fun. He's just living life. He's the best. Well, I mean, I mean, what the last time I no. saw him on screen recently, he was he was part of the joke on that awful R.I.P.D. movie. Remember R.I.P.D.? I, yes, vaguely I do remember that terrible movie. Okay, so the they were like. W- Throughout the movie, you saw them as, uh, yeah, but then they switched, yes. and in real life, everybody sees, you know, he's the little Chinese guy, and, and uh, what the other guy is the fucking hot supermodel uh, lady, hot, hot lady. Yeah. So he, yes, but he, it's David Hong. Oh yeah, James, James Hong, Jimmy, whatever. Uh, no, that was the right. last time I saw him. And like his like, face on screen. That was like six, seven years ago too. Yeah. Uh, well, shout out to James Hong. The guy's awesome in this. He's low pan. Um. Margot Litzenberger is where we we had her name. Find out she's uh, she works for the Berkeley People's Herald. Very important information that'll oh, come yes. up later. Oh. Um, Jack's like, all right, we gotta go. We gotta go to the import, the Wing Kong import export. Weird how the Wing Kong Trading Company has the same name as the gang. Is it? So well, I mean, what if like in L.A., the leader of like the Crips gang 
also ran the Crips import slash export trading company. And then when you go to that factory, it's run by a bunch of dudes with like blue bandanas and blue things on their. It's kind of on the nose. A little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit. No, right? You think maybe uh, this is Movie World, Chris? Think, think a different name, Chris. Movie World, Movie World. Oh, you know movie what? World. You know what? You're right. This movie. <laughs> this movie world and a movie world. The gang also owns an import export trading company, and no one, no one thinks about it. It's no. like no, it's it's owned by Mr. David Lopan, the yeah. living ghost who no one's seen for decades. It's yeah. fine. No, and, he's, but who, by the way, is totally above board. He's above board. He's the chairman <laughs> of the National Orient Bank. I mean, it's fine. No one, we have no problems with that bank. Banks are never evil. Um, keep the home fires burning if we're not back by dawn call the president Jack Burton being all super cocky and arrogant and dare I say likable despite being a bumbling idiot I mean I thought maybe he was poking fun at Escape from New York Oh, true. <laughs> this, this is after Escape from New York. That's true, too. With yeah. Carpenter before. A couple years. yeah, call the president. Yeah, <laughs> Gotta get him by dawn. Um, I like this line. When they pull up to the import-export company, it's like, this is going to take Cracker Jack timing, Wang. <laughs> and then they break in. They don't break in. They just walk in. Like, oh, we're, we're phone repair guys. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, force their way in, walk into some basements, uh, try to figure out where they're going. Get caught very easily. Oh yeah, very very easily. Yeah, yeah. When, when they walk, they just into, walk into an elevator, and it's like, well, just, we're just gonna go down. Yeah, why well, not? It's like, well, the elevator doesn't go up, so we're going down. And then uh, uh, it stops. It fills the water. Why is the elevator <laughs> filling with water? <laughs> salt water too. Why was that important? It's like this is salt water. Wang. It's like, could they breathe fresh water better? Yes. It's like salt be, water be, is gonna be. be, be. It's salt water, Wang. I can't breathe salt water. I can breathe fresh water. I can't breathe the salt, Wang. It's not good for me. I got high blood pressure, Wang. It's going to soak into my skin. The skin is the biggest organ on your body, Wang. Did you know that? Um, it is a cool shot, though, where it's like they're under, they're in the, the tank and it fills up. Completely practical effect, obviously. Mm-hmm. Opens the doors, uh, which I guess, so what was the right? I guess they just wanted to trap them. They didn't care. If they drown, they drown, but no. they just wanted to trap them. They easily open the doors, swim to the to the top of the tank where they see a bunch, there's a bunch of dudes chained. Yes. underneath. They're, they're chained corpses in the water. They're chained, hanging upside down in the water where obviously oh. they were thrown in there to what drown. What do they call it? The hell of the upside down sinners. There we go. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have crazy names for everything. For everything. And as soon as he pops up, Jack's like, where are we, Wang? <laughs> the hell of the upside down sinners. He knows immediately he knows where, exactly they are. where he is. They're just on a water tank with a yeah. bunch of dead bodies. Uh-huh. But no, it's the hell of the upside down sinners. Yeah. Uh, which is, again, um, a carpenter callback. That is the name of one of the the tracks. I think one of the uh, song titles on the Thing soundtrack. Okay. Either that or the music from the Thing is used on a, on a with. Head dead with 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 dead hands rising <laughs> album uh, and they call it uh, hell of the Hunters. one of the two. So I, mean, I, can, <laughs> I can fail a lot of things sometimes. That's why I take notes. Um, okay, so here we go. The uh, they sneak into the wing concert. Oh, at the same time, back at the black pool restaurant this is when gracie meets egg shen so and then the audience and gets to meet him for the first time for real where he's explained it's explained that he's like the local uh low pan uh expert and uh mysticism expert he knows all this shit and all that right then he explains a bunch of shit to her um 
they get the three storms uh, torture Jack and Wang. They put them in wheelchairs and uh, they're beating them up and all this stuff and take them down to to meet uh, David Lopan. Mm-hmm. And this is the makeup. Oh yeah, on super Lopan. old Lopan. Holy cow! Yeah, so gross looking. Oh god, yes, looks incredible. Mm-hmm. It's like the no. translucent skin with the with the the veins. Oh, and... it's so blue oh. on his head. Oh, <laughs> all the old man spots. Yeah, <laughs> his head's so blue and spotty. <laughs> he's like, oh, yes. <laughs> and, he's, and Lopan just like, oh, I'm really hamming it up there the way he's speaking. He's like, ah, oh, you're stupid. Ah, oh, yeah, you're stupid, Mister Button. And then he knows her names immediately. Yes, I think that's very funny. Commits. He's a very personal person. He commits people. He'll meet you, Drew. Commit your name to memory immediately. Address you by your name. Make you feel noticed. That's well, that's I mean, low pan. He's not a living ghost, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. He explains his plan. So uh, again, exposition dump. He's like, I need a. I need to go. A green eyes. Um. He's been cursed. Uh. Centuries ago. Uh, into a non-corporal body by the, by the first emperor of China, the, fir- the very first one, the first one, whatever that guy's name was, Quinn something. Or well, whatever. it's funny too because they talk about you know in this movie you know about you know like the you know the Grand Army and the blah this and blah that and mm. yada 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 and talk yeah. how about it's all myth and this that the other yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, now here we are in 2019 and uh, that army is really buried there yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Emperor's tomb is real, and we've only found this out recently. Very, so very true. Myth, mummy, mummy three, tomb of the Emperor, Emperor's tomb, dragon of the Emperor, whatever it's called, it was real. Yeah, tomb was of the Dragon's Emperor was it? Was a documentary? Yeah, we didn't know. Well, no, I mean it's not a documentary, but we know. But they're well, docu docu drama. So last time Brendan Fraser looked good for crying out loud. It was. Um, he explains. So he has to appease Ching Da by uh, the god of the east. The god of the east got to marry a, a green-eyed lady, uh, Chinese lady. But then when Gracie Law shows, was like, oh, this is perfect too. I use ha ha two oh. girls with green eyes. What are the odds? Um, uh, it's like he explains this whole thing. I need to marry her and then we gotta and kill her and then I'll have a body again and then I can rule uh, <clears throat> forever, uh, forever as an evil entity inside a uh, in, in human form. Um, and then it's funny when he he's in his wheelchair, he rolls over to some security uh, cameras and he sees um, Gracie show up with Eddie and all them like talking up front and he's he says, "Who are these friends of yours?" Now this really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. He's so mad. He's this, hammering it up. This really pisses me <laughs> off. And, 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 he, and he wheels out. So then they take Jack and Wang to uh, that room, right? They yes. got him blindfolded. Yep. Uh, Jack knocks his chair over so he can get his... Uh, knife out of his boot. His knife out of his boot. He frees them. And they talk about, like, what are we going to do? We got to break How out. How are we going to get out? Um, Eddie gets brought to cell and knocked out, right? So... This whole bit where Thunder shows up is like, oh, I'll show you around. Yeah, he takes Eddie and Gracie, he takes them out back. Uh, but then he like he, they essentially captured them. They gas them. They gas them. They gas them in the elevator. They gas them in the elevator. The girls they take them to where all the other girls are. Eddie he drags them. He he fireman carries them up to the the cell mm-hmm. where they already have Jack and Wang, which is great because now we're putting our our characters together. Man, this guy's just doing the work for us. This is fantastic. Um. Yeah, uh, Wang tells Jack the tale 
Oh, yes. pan, right? Uh-huh. We get yeah. the whole. Well, of course, because we've got some time to kill. So what do we need? Exposition. Thank you. Yes, I gotta get this movie going, buddy. Also, what I I noticed, I think it was around this time. I I noticed, like when they're going to the brothel, when they're just waiting in cars, when they're walking through in the exchange, there is always like the soundtrack is going, 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 and when the action on the screen seems to be slowing down, the music ramps up, and it really keeps a. Uh, especially in the brothel scene where he's just like asking around he's like got a girl green eyes that's just going back and forth people in cars the music really keeps it like oh shit something's happening right now you know so Carpenter knows what's going on how to keep the soundtrack keeping the movie going forward while even the characters seem to be just uh, getting like like here all we're doing is getting characters together we're getting Jack, Eddie, and Wang together in a cell learn some information uh, then we gotta break them out so the whole thing with uh, um like the bit with the the wheelchair going down the ramp and and, and falling to the well and all that shit doesn't really happen. We're just getting characters around. Gotta have Jack Burton's feats of strength. <laughs> that is one of his few feats of strength. It's only feats. One of the few things he does. That I'm like, oh, save himself. Job. Yeah, you save yourself. <laughs> oh, I guess that makes sense, right? He would save himself. Um, Jack and Wang use the moment where Eddie gets brought to sell the breakout. Uh, this is weird as fuck. This is what, this is when we see Thunder's first. Puffing. He does puff up a bit because he's so angry that he got tricked. Yeah. And then we get this bit where Lopan, he's sitting in the chair as an old man, and his head, it's obviously a dummy of some sort. Yes, the clear dummy. Yes. Where all of a sudden his entire body starts to glow like a fucking alien. And then the the light comes out like it did earlier so that he becomes the the younger spirit version of himself. It it was a prosthetic head. It looks so cool looking. It does. It's like, whoa, that looks weird. And now it's really bright. But at least they did it with a practical effect. So it'll age. Exactly. Now it looks good as opposed to like uh, bad CG from even 10 years. R.I.P.D. Watch that movie. When that movie was in theaters, like the CG looks bad. Right? Remember? Yes. Barely. I remember. Um, (laughs) Wang and Eddie fight the guards while Jack uh, breaks everyone out. Right? Mm -hmm. And finds everyone all. The only thing he does, he throws some levers. (laughs) Yes, these are the... (laughs) This is the aforementioned lever throwing scene. Um... And then the sewer escape. They find some water. They jump down. Man, I was thinking in this moment, he was like talking to Margo. Like, just jump in the water. She doesn't know mm-hmm. that they have to like dive in and there's a hole. You got to swim through the hole. Like, I can swim and I can probably hold my breath for like half a minute or so. In this situation, I'd be so stressed and freaking out. I, I'd be dead. I would have drowned. Yeah, they yeah. would have shot me before mm-hmm. I would have yeah. got to that hole. Yeah. Or I would have drowned in the hole. Yeah. Blocked it up, and yep. then people behind me would have been yep. able to get They all would have drowned, too. Like, this fat guy is stuck in the hole. He's drowned in yeah, there. But, he freaked out but, and but died. In, but instead, for a couple seconds, Kim Cattrall runs around with a gag on her mouth before she jumps in the water. Ridiculous. Yeah. I love movies. And then they jump in the water, and then in the sewer scene, when they come up, you get, like, this weird comedy bit. Yeah. Like, where, <laughs> where's where's Jack? I don't know, but like, where's Wang? No, exactly. Yeah. Every, every time she asks for somebody, they're the next person in line yeah, coming up. Yeah, and she, yeah, she has a different question and gets an answer that's not satisfactory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, then Jack to show up at the end and then they kiss real quick. And then and she's she, like, hey! And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just got caught up in the moment or whatever. That's kind of believable that that would happen. And it's one of the few moments where a movie it does have like a forced kiss. And then they kind of acknowledge where one yeah. character's like, what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Grace, we're in a movie. Don't you know it was supposed to happen? I'm glad way. to be alive. I'm just glad to be alive and uh, I happen to have an underwater boner that maybe you want to touch. 
Underwater boner. <laughs> that should be uh, your next R&B song, Chris. Underwater I, I, boner. I was going to say, that's the that's the intro song for my new sitcom <laughs> that I'm selling the, the NBC. Oh, okay. Underwater boner. Underwater boner. It's about a, uh, it's a, it's a family sitcom, right? Middle school, got a young kid, middle kid, older kid, setters on the middle kid. Middle kid is in swimming class opening show, opening episode, first episode. He's in a swimming class. He sees a girl that he likes, gets an underwater boner. <laughs> Has to get out of the water because they're like, you know, out of water, we got laps. Now someone's coming laps. So he has to get out of the water. Underwater boner becomes an out of the water boner. Everyone sees it. That's the impetus for the whole first season of the show. Oh. Learn about the family, um, suburban living. At school, he's known as Underwater Boner Boy. I'm, I'm in talks with NBC. Okay. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, Wang beats up uh, most of the people while while Jack is looking for a sign. Oh, yeah, okay, this is a great scene. So uh, they like they get out of the sewer. They swim through. They like they run through the factory and they get to some doors. Jack's like on the other side of these doors. It's just normal stuff. People are shopping. There's an office. We're just gonna walk through and be everyone be normal. Okay, everyone's like cool. He opens up the door. Gang members. Gang members. And he shuts it. In. That bit Drew will never cease to be bad. Chris, that is a bit that the <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bugs Bunny invented that. Bugs bit. Bunny invented it. <laughs> Snowpiercer perfected it. In the middle, a bunch of great instances of like. Things are going to be fine inside this door. You open the door, bad guys. Nope. <laughs> if you can close the door for comedic effect, even better. Yes. Right? Uh, they, they do it great. He closes the door. He's like, bad news. Um, tells them all to go high. He's like, they, they only saw, saw me. me. Yep. But then Wang hangs back. He's like, I got your back, bro. Well, yeah, because Wang's got super skills. Because like 10 guys pop out. Well, actually, I like how the door is open. Well, the, Jack he, has a gun. Yeah, so he, he shoots like five or six of them. Which is, okay, fun. And then the gun jams or it empties or whatever. He throws it down. Goes to pull his knife out and it goes flying out of his hand. Yep, out, out of the frame. Not even a in the bumbling scene. Oaf. He's an idiot. He runs to go get the knife. Apparently, that even that takes like thirty yes. seconds. Wang beats everyone up. By the time he gets the knife, it comes back. Jack does a whole ha yeah. jumps out and there's uh, oh, there. Yeah, 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 I guess he, I guess he did it, Wang. Good mm-hmm. job. Um, was, uh, they leave quickly through uh, the front, so they're like, we got to get on the bus. The bus yep. is out front. We got to just run through the lobby, get on the bus, drive away. When they go do that, first a great shot of the the, the eyes, eyes, yes, right. So they're yep, the weird red eyes. They're walking past like uh, just a statue in the wall. The eyes get taken out, and then it's crazy yellow red eyes you know. that are totally fake and just bizarre. Looking. Yes, and then when they all go and run out, Grace is the last one. Makes her go, go, go. Monster arm, monster arm <laughs> reaches out, but she does do the dumb movie, the dumb movie thing where she's like, "Oh, I'm supposed to go this way, <laughs> yeah, but here's an open door. What's behind, monster?" Yes, yes, the thing opens, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so curious. Let me look in here slowly." And yeah, yeah, run, bitch! You're trying to get out of this place, and yeah, she's nope. like, "No, I'm gonna stop and investigate." Uh, and then this thing, it's like an orangutan yeah. monster with the long head. And- Fangs, Fangs, long mouth. It's like, it, remember it, the... It, it uh, looks like some just like some sort of beast. Yeah, some sort of beast. Some sort of weird mongoloid beast. A humanoid beast, beast obviously. <laughs> humanoid but. mongoloid beast. It's like sort of like that... Um, that Speaking of Bugs Bunny, that uh, that Bugs Bunny cartoon, that big hairy thing that's like, people! Yeah, but that was just a... That was literally just a big hairy monster with two eyes. So slap a big old ugly head on that thing and you got yourself a... Uh, crazy monster teeth. With a big old head with I crazy mean, monster teeth. I mean, it is like it's definitely the people who worked on the set. <coughs> it is cool. Looking. It's them. 
it is cool, gross looking. It's visceral. It's and it's, it's, it's just a man. It's just a big yeah. old man in the suit. Yep. Kidnaps Gracie. Uh, takes her to a to low pan later, and he's like, "Oh, two girls with green eyes. Ah, so, oh, what the what are the odds of this? Uh, well, go run. Give me a lottery ticket. Give me a scratch off. I will now. marry one and kill the other. Yeah, that's Best funny. Up both walls. Yeah, that's funny. It's like, no, I don't gotta kill <laughs> my bride. I can actually fuck one of them. <laughs> a bonus. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then they're on the bus where it's like, did we get everyone? It's like, no, meow, meow, still inside. We we didn't get her. So Wang's a little upset about that. Back at the black pool, Egg shows up with the Ching Shangs. That's the, the, the gang, the good gang, right? And, but here they're dressed all in black, but with yellow. Great bit here. Jack Byrne. Any of them savvy English? And then one guy immediately is like, hey, man, who is this guy? <laughs> Like he's like, I'm from San Diego. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> you racist son of a bitch. That, that was very funny. Um, and then uh, they're at Egg's place, mm-hmm. right? He, they go to his, like, giant store or whatever. He owns the whole block, Chris. He owns the whole block. Wang explains, this guy is like one of the richest dudes here, man. He <laughs> looks like a bumbling idiot, but he is rich as fuck. Trust me. Yeah, he, 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 owns, he owns the whole block. There's anything you need, you come to him, and all this shit that looks like garbage, yeah. priceless. Yeah, he says that too. He's like, yeah, this stuff looks like shit to you, but it's like, oh, that's fucking enchanted unicorn donkey penis yeah. that costs $1,000 a kilogram. Uh, you need a loan, you come to Egg. So uh, they use a Wayne Manor bat pole. Yeah, to- <laughs> I was about to say the the bat pole to the secret path of the dead trees or whatever. Yeah, why does he have that? Like at least I understand that he knows where it is yeah. and he knows how to get there. But he has like a perfectly constructed, amazing yeah. bat fire pole. pole. Yes, yeah. like the the circle is cut out perfectly. Yeah. It's been sanded down yep. and painted. The lights coming up. He probably installed the light down there yeah. so he could, like make Picture, sure you can yeah. see. Egg is a weird dude. He man. is. Um, Spends his money on strange things. So they use a bat pole <laughs> to go underground. Uh, low pan and the three storms. Uh, they do that the burning blade ceremony mm-hmm. where he's like just chilling in the on his throne. Yep. And the guys do a weapons display for him. Uh, I really like how it's cut together with yeah. the, with the guys and everything. And the two girls are there. They're sort of catatonic. You know the swords. Or they turn really. It's a weird it mysticism. Is, it's strange, it's strange yeah. uh, but it's fun looking. It's whatever. And then again, it's. Uh, but they, but they had to pass the test. They had to pass the test. We got to go through these machinations. And then, like you said, the um, the the production design of of his lair and all that. Oh, yeah. All the fucking giant horn skull covered in neon. It's like, is this a Nicholas Wending Ruffin movie? Yeah, like, like what's what, what is going on here? Why, why is this happening? <laughs> and then they have to like. They go up and they touch the crazy uh, elaborate ceiling and uh, all that. Everything looks so cool. They spent that twenty five million. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, okay, what was it called? The path of the fallen yes, trees. The path of the fallen trees. So they're going through here <laughs> because that's what because that's what because at one point in time uh, when when they see the weird eye monster or whatever, Lopin is like, oh, they have come to the path of the fallen tree. Yes, yes. <laughs> when they get through it, yes, yeah. yes, because that happens at the end that they get through. So before that, they're going through, it's like dark, it's cavey, there's water. He's like, I don't, monster. Think, I don't think that's water, Wang. Um, yes, like, it's like, it's, it's the it's the black blood of the earth, Chris. That's what that's what they call that it. That is what he says, yes. it's the black blood, the black of, the blood of the earth. And then I was like, it's just, it's just about oil. It's just that's about, what he said. He says, no, it's the black, black blood of the earth. Black blood of the earth. <laughs> the, um, they're like hugging a wall with big holes in it, yep. and it's like those underwater fish that have the angler like fish. the angler fish. Yeah. Looks like a fucking it is. giant angler fish yeah. comes out of it, but they're not underwater. No. So it's like a, a amphibious angler fish comes out of the wall, 
eats a dude. Eats straight up. Eats a dude. Pulls Goes him in. in. And then Wang, uh, not Wang, Egg, like yeah. throws, he has a bag of tricks. Throws one of his things. It's like, whoosh, explodes. And he goes, you will not come back again. Yeah. And then he just turns and walks away. And Jack's like, what? <laughs> what won't come back again, Egg? He's so, he's so confused and scared. He's, he's confused and scared the entire movie until he drinks his super special drink. Kind of kind of feeling He's like, what? No, that part. The drink, the potion. Oh my God, Drew! One of the funniest jokes in the movie, where so he he shows him the bottle. He's like, "Yeah, this is for later. It's medicine yeah. for later." And then at one point, Jack's like, "What's in the What's in the bottle, Wang? No, what's in the bottle? Egg? Uh, magic potion? Yep. Yep. Thought so. <laughs> what do you do? Drink it? Yep. yep. Thought so. <laughs> God, it's so funny. He's an idiot, but he's so funny. I love Jack Burton. <laughs> yeah, the magic bottle. I feel kind of invincible. <laughs> I feel pretty hey. good. You're right. I feel pretty good. Um, I mean, at one point in time, he's like, is anybody else getting hot in here? Yeah. Because, yeah. because yeah. at one point in time, like one of the dudes puts his hand on Egg's shoulders yes. and gives him a look like he wants to fuck it. They're off. They're, I think Egg gave him uh, MDMA because they're all just feeling great. They start Rubbing each other's back. Like one dude puts them and then yeah. gives them the look. Like, gives them a look. What's up? Wang holds up a bottle of, of vapor rub. <laughs> yeah, Egg starts rubbing his ears. He's like, everything I hear <laughs> sounds cold, man. It's wild. It's wild. And then, and then that's why Jack is yeah. like, anyone else feeling hot in here? His body, his body temperature is going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. And the drink water, guys. When you, when you, when you do Molly, do the kids still call it that? That feels very 2016. <laughs> It's practically 2020. You can't, you can't say that anymore. That sound like a 25-year-old idiot. <laughs> An old 25-year-old idiot. How about a 37-year-old idiot? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, 25 is old. If you're talking about doing Molly. What do the kids call it now? I don't know, Chris. I didn't... When I was doing it, it was called ecstasy. That's because it was different, though. <laughs> ecstasy was different then. Yeah. It was good. You were getting that dirty shit. Mm, you were getting them speed balls. Bathtub yes. ecstasy. Bathtub, speed ball, uh, yeah. speed wrapped in heroin, yeah. dosed in... Uh, mm-hmm. With a little bit of mescaline in there. Yeah. A little bit of mescaline. Yeah, all the good stuff. And then uh, dipped in formaldehyde yeah. for, you know, flavor. Mm-hmm. You ever get one of them formaldehyde cigarettes? No. People would dip... I did play... Dip a cigarette in from out of the highlights, soak it and smoke I, that. I have taken black gel tabs though, which had strychnine in them. So, oh, true. Yeah. But you couldn't get pure strychnine. I mean, you could if you wanted to. I do. It's just rat poison. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great scene in um, a brief history of seven killings. Marlon James's uh, book about the sort of about the attempted assassination of Bob Marley. There's a great chapter. About the dudes that they use to raid Marley's compound to, to shoot the place up. Like, how do you get? How do you convince people to do this? Give them drugs. They <laughs> took like ten guys, put them in a shack in the woods, and gave them a uh, coke. Essentially, just gave them coke for days, and then kept them locked up and kept them coked up. But then they would disappear for a while. So then the guys in the shack would start going through withdrawals and be yeah. like, "I need more of that shit." And they go they go through the hut, like looking for stuff. One guy found a box full of powder. It's like, yeah, baby, and, and divvied it up and did a line, and then fucking fell over and died immediately. And everyone's like, what the fuck? We Got don't know what happened. Yeah, and then the next day, someone shows up, and sees a dead body, sees the box. He's like, don't you guys? Don't you guys look around and wonder why there are no rats out here? <laughs> you idiots! You bunch of dummies! You're so stupid! You bunch of stupid idiots! Uh-huh. Here's some cocaine. Yeah. Do this, and then. uh and then on the day of the murder or the attempted murder, like it's all from the perspective of one of the guys in there. 
he describes whatever they gave him wasn't cocaine because he's like whatever they gave us like fucking off the charts like coke plus 10 yeah. and then he's like let's go murder some fucks yeah. uh, sounds like fun and then they failed and then uh, Bob Marley lived yeah go figure they shot him and his wife they all, shot his wife uh, in the head lived that's the power of love ja Dr- drugs are bad okay drugs are bad ja is good bra bra uh, marijuana doesn't count It's not a drug It's a medicine So um, there We get the flask bit. What's in a flask Magic potion um, Cuts to the wedding You get the main hall With the, the cool the Neon Around the, the Buddha statue With the many arms And all that shit uh, he, This is where like, The eyeball guardian Shows up And that weird effect And uh, Lopan knows Ah oh, they're here Yeah No problem um, They find the elevator Egg gives out the potion I feel kind of invincible All that stuff Big fight scene Best part of the fight scene has to be the 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 rain versus Wang sword fighting, followed by the uh, low pan egg shen like psychic miss battle yes. with the with the, the pinkies and uh-huh. the thumbs and the wah, 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 and, and the weird Dragon purple gem, Z, yeah, purple yeah. gem and the and the green flame and uh, the super slow sword fight in the middle representing their their psychic battles against each other. Um. During the scene, Rain gets killed. Wang does like an upside down, over the head, sword throw that gets Wang. Well, there's a funny thing where most of the Wang-Rain fight is just them like jumping at each other from across the room as they pass each other. And then sometimes they jump like in the same direction and they get the whole way down. And then Rain is just like, holy shit, this guy's pretty good. He's just impressed that Wang is like keeping up with him. Um... And then, so he, Rain, uh, Lopan, like he, he's going through the ceremony. He's, his blood is coming out of his, uh, from his wrists when yep. he pokes the girls with the needles. So now he has a corporal body, which means they can kill him. He can be killed. Yeah. Cause, cause, uh, what's his name? Egg was like, no, wait, let him do the ceremony so we can kill him. When we do it now, he's just like, he's a living ghost. So we'll, we'll be doing this again, another mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so he goes through the ceremony, takes the girls, runs away. Shit's blowing up. People are dying. Well, only two jackets scene. Only takes the Chinese one. Takes takes meow. Because, yeah, because Kim Cattrall gets out of the spell for whatever like, reason. And, and like, uh, she like fights a dude, and because there's an explosion, and then like no. she gets like knocked off the ledge and all that. Yeah, so he just keeps. And th- that's where Jack tries to save her, but then gets the dude stuck on his boot for twenty minutes. Yeah, the guy with the, those outfits are crazy. Those old armor <laughs> yeah. things. Uh, but I could also see them being very cumbersome to fight in. Yes, like those guys are I, like shit. These are my cer- this is my ceremonial outfit. I, and you know, seriously, I, fight I, it I don't. Think those were Chinese outfits? Oh, really? What do you think? I they're... think they might have been Thai. Oh, really? <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. They... But then again, what do I know? They didn't have Wikipedia back then. They were using Encyclopedia Britannica. Like, it will just mix things up. It doesn't matter. Um, so they get down. Uh, so since Low Pan takes the girls, they go chasing the girls, right? And uh, Jack and Wang, they go follow. Thunder shows up, so Wang and Thunder, they're running around fighting each other, and uh, Jack does a knife bit with Lopan. Yep, where he, he throws it at Lopan, okay, catches the knife. Well, f- well, he throws it at Lopan, Lopan, he just misses. Oh, yeah. Like, he hits the gong, he's like, boom, You're hits right, the ground. hits the gong. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then he's like, God, oh, he makes a face. And then Grace is there, he's like, God damn it, this guy, this, fuck, this guy's moron. This guy sucks. He took his one weapon <laughs> and just threw it on the ground like an idiot. Uh, and then Lopan, very cockily... Mm-hmm. I also like how he's a seven, when he's real, he's seven feet tall. I yeah. like that. Uh, he picks up the knife. Goodbye, Mr. Button. Like, oh, he's like, oh, this is a nice <laughs> knife. Like, Goodbye, Mr. Button. Throws it. 
It's all the reflexes, man. Catches, catches him super it fast. Right back. Throws it, hits him right in the head super quick. Uh, it looks good. It's yeah. a good looking shot, good looking effect. He falls over. Uh, there's like a rumbling in the, 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 the domino of the Buddhas around the room. It's, all, it, it's all very iconic and cool looking. And uh, part of the reason why I rewatched out of this movie over and over when I was a kid. Uh, Thunder runs into the room, sees Lopan dead. This is what he, he just explodes. All he does is freak out and explode. Mm-hmm. That's all he does. Yeah. So he essentially predator style, like beep, pop, boop, says himself to self destruct. Yep. Then he self destructs, turns into a rubber man. Yep. Uh, Steam everywhere. Looks like the same effect as the uh, in Monty Python's. So now we're something completely different. The guy who eats himself to death yes. in the restaurant that mm-hmm. explodes. Uh, somehow that one is even grosser than this one. Well, because that one at the end, like he's still sitting there and like his oh. lungs and his heart yeah. are like beating and he's still alive. And there's like food and yeah. stuff. And this one, when he explodes, it's just like a bunch of rubber stuff gets yes, thrown into a, exactly. into a hallway. Yep. Um, then lightning shows up, right? As uh, now the group's all together trying to run away. We got two storms out of the way. Low pants dead. Now we're just like with the coolest one, lightning with the right. Yep. <laughs> The, uh, the Palpatine lightning and uh, he see his problem is that he's so cocky he's slow yes. so he spends a lot of time like fucking up the area right around him setting the place on fire so it'll collapse they're just going up a hole like escaping with a rope well yeah we could have been zapping oh, them with, with the craziest crossbow that apparently has the power to move hundreds of pounds on a string 160 200 pounds 220 pounds on a string he can just grab it and, and go right up on a string go right up yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get us. We gotta get us one of those. Seriously, so you can, yeah. uh, just do trans- anything. Yeah, it's like uh, Batman style. Will show up in a museum slash restaurant, yeah. shoot or think, zip right around the room. Yeah. The Joker's like, oh, I yeah. get this one. Well, I mean, if we're Batman, then we have an infinitely long one as well. <laughs> it's so, it's because, so long because he he's just like standing places, doesn't even look where he's pointing it. Yeah. Just shoots and he's gone. <laughs> <It'd be> like, <laughs> Between buildings. Yeah, but it grabs something and it he's out of there. <laughs> uh, apparently, I hooked down to a 747, so here I go. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets yoked. <laughs> he's like, bye. Hey, hey, Alfred. I'm uh, I'm flying over Pennsylvania right now. <laughs> I need you to send the Batwing to get me. Like, can you fill it up with, uh, with snacks? It's going to be a long flight back. Um, uh, This is funny, too, where... So, like, you know, they got lightning. He's, he's trying to zap at him. He's like walking at him slowly. Uh, Egg just takes a heavy statue and drops it. Throws it on him. <laughs> and it, 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 it must have crushed him because all of a sudden there's a little shot of flame. Yeah. So, apparently he exploded. <laughs> he, yes. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of lightning comes out. <laughs> he, must have, he must have exploded. They exploded him <laughs> with the statue. Uh, so then they're running away. This is funny where he like opens the door and he's just like, oh, there's my truck. <laughs> my, truck! <laughs> my truck. Yeah. The thing he's been freaking out the whole yeah. time, right? Uh, they get in the truck, they drive out and, uh, I mean, right. The movie's over at this point, pretty right? Much. They, they very, they killed everyone yeah. pretty simply. Yeah. Got everyone they needed. They got Meow Yin. Yeah. This character, does she even speak no a word not a single one a cipher of a character mm. a beautiful cipher of a character didn't speak a word nope. just the uh, object oh, oh, actually i think she did say one at word. the end she's like i think you jack no when uh when she was under the control of lopan in the floating room yes i think she repeated something that he said once okay she so, might have had one line so even then it wouldn't be like as her character no. it would have been like under duress yes. forced to say Correct. something unbelievable i love this movie <laughs> 
failed the Bechdel test. Actually, no. Did, uh, what's her name? Margot and Gracie Law must have talked about something. So, pass the Bechdel test. Good for them. Um, so, yeah, we got a party back at the Blackpool, right? Yep. Egg leaves. Job well done. He's like, go on a vacation. Why don't you go back to the homeland, Egg? It's like, oh, China, it's always with me. It's in your heart. I'm, I'm and, going. And besides, I'm about to get arrested by the FBI anyway. Yeah, apparently I'm going to need a <laughs> lawyer to explain your actions. I'm going to have to cover for you. Pretend you're a hero. He's a hero. He did everything. I didn't do shit. I'm a bus driver. I, I ain't throwing no bombs at I no I definitely monster. don't own a city block over a mystical underworld land in San Francisco. That's not me. You know, you look for Jack Burton. <laughs> He's a hero. You leave Jack Burton alone. He's a hero, but you go talk to him. It wasn't me. Um, Eddie and Margo going to fuck. Mm-hmm. Yes. Barely talking to each other the whole movie. Yep. They're totally going to fuck. But they're going to fuck yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Wang pays off Jack. Yes. Gives him his money. Triple. Triple. <laughs> yeah. What a nice guy. You earned it. And Jack tried to be like, nah, bro. And Wang is like, you earned it. He's like, okay, I'll take it. Good for him. Um, and I also like this. This is also a fun subversion of the, aren't you going to kiss her? And he's like, no. No. And then he walks away. Yeah. And she's like, see you around. Obviously, huh? she wants it. And they kissed before. They kissed mm-hmm. a couple times. Yeah. Uh, they had the one in the underwater one. But yeah, they, and then upstairs, for like half a scene, he's running around with lipstick on his lips and his teeth. Yes, because again, it's like, let's subvert, our, scene. Let's subvert <laughs> our hero. Uh, if if this happened to a character in a movie, they may end up with makeup on their face. And they have to, and then she has to like rub it off yep. her face at one point, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's very funny how they do that. And then he's like, nah, I'm not going to kiss her. And, there, and there, really, there are only a couple of movies that I can remember where... Like that happens specifically, where the uh, the hero doesn't. Uh, like, it is totally. It's set up like the movie is set up for it to yeah, happen, like and then it specifically does not. And, and the hero's like, "Nope, I'm hitting the road. Mm-hmm. I gotta get back into Pork Chop Express and get on the, driving." The last time I can remember was Constantine. Yeah, does happen at the end of Constantine. No. At the end, it's set up for the whole. It's set up the whole fucking movie. And these characters and, are get together. Yeah, and then he's just like. Nope. Gotta go, baby. <laughs> I'm my old man. I, I got gum to chew. <laughs> <laughs> I got nicotine gum to chew. Um, He does tell Wang to, uh, we really shook the pillars of heaven, didn't we, Wang? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a pretty good line. Then he gets like, yes, truck. yes, Wang. Wang did. You, Wang Jack Burton, did. did not shit. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's so true. Wang did, but... But Jack didn't do shit. You, you bumbled around for an hour and a half and got paid three grand to do it. But he feels confident enough to be in his truck to be like, ah, old Jack Burton said it's on or even like it's talking into a CB and the camera pans down. Well, you see, but now when he's saying that there's more validity to it because he's actually done something. He actually has seen some shit for, he's, for He once. hasn't done anything, but he's seen some he, things. He's been in some shit he's seen. He's been in the held upside down centers. I mean, it's uh. that says something, you know, it gives him a little cred. Uh, but then the camera pans, and in the back of his big rig truck is the monster. monster. He's like, ha, 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 cuts it black. Man, it's super fun. It's fast. It's an hour and a half. It's full of action and weird effects. And they and, should just make a sequel with old ass Jack Burton. Okay. Still driving his truck. Still driving the pork the, chop express. And the, and the monster just pops out. Like he's been. That monster's been chilling in his truck, going across America for the last. Fucking forty years, yeah, and now he pops up. He's and like, then, I wasn't expecting this. And, and Jack has to fight the monster. I'm into it. I'm into it. Most of these people are still alive. He, he has to, I don't want any fucking de aging bullshit. No, I want old it's, ass. It's, it's the movie set in 2020. Yes, big trouble. We, 2020. We, we are current. I'm into it. 
I'll see that movie. <laughs> um, and it'll probably bomb just like the yeah. <laughs> just like the original it's did. It's fine. It's for us. Uh, I I think that's it. I think we covered all the big trouble points and a lot of things that had nothing to do with the trouble. That's fine. That's what the, <laughs> that, that that's that's the salting the meat. That's what that is. <laughs> Um, guys, that's it. That was our revisit, our childhood favorite revisited. So uh, we'll be back next weekend with more stuff. No, next week more. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. And then who? We don't have a guest scheduled for this weekend. All right. So uh, maybe it'll just be us. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll figure it out. Thank you guys for being patrons. You are awesome. Uh, tell someone else to be a patron because that'd be cool, right? Right. Yeah. Come on. A couple bucks a month right here. For a price of a coffee, you can be entertained or annoyed by us. For an entire month. For an entire month, uh, we can annoy you. All right, there we go. That's it. Drew, thank you. You're welcome. Peace out. A PFT Media Production.